Welcome to our podcast. We're coming different. We are sitting on a beach in Santa Cruz. Our family got away for 10 days before school starts um, just to hang and spend a little family time away together. And we're staying up in Santa Cruz and we're sitting on this beach while our boys are out surfing. And you can hear the ocean. There's also a couple of uh, kids who are vying for a kook slam spot on their <laughs> skim boards who will, are yelling and screaming certain things at certain times. You may pick up on that. Um, just all part of the fun. And uh, yeah, this is a different one. We're, we're calling this one our one year anniversary because it is the one year anniversary this week that we started this podcast. And uh, it's also gonna be the last episode of this season, season four of this new space. And so it's gonna be like looking back over the whole year and also the season. And um, we're kind of interviewing each other almost. Like we've had a lot of time to reflect while we're out here in Santa Cruz with the fam. And um, we're just gonna have a fun conversation reflecting on all that's happened this last year. We thought it would be fun to share things that we've learned and yeah, just talk about what it's been like this last year, just kind of exploring and experimenting and taking next steps. And also hint a little bit at what's to come. So we'll take a break after this episode and then um, we're gonna have some exciting new things. That's right. We'll get there. Yeah, and we'll probably, we'll probably share some highs and lows along the way too, because there were a lot of those. Indeed. <laughs> okay, but before we do that, we have another meetup. And this one is, if you're listening to this when the podcast comes out, it's this weekend, Saturday, August 20th in Costa Mesa. And meetups have been such a special time. We've had a couple now, and they're really just a safe space for those with an expanding faith to connect, to talk about the ways that you're growing and process, and just have some fun together, have some margaritas, have some tacos, yeah. Yeah. It's, what else? Uh, um, I'll jump in on that. It's it's like a safe space for people with expanding faith, is what we keep saying. And so, what we mean by that is everybody's on a spiritual journey, and um, as our experience of life in the world and faith grows, as our knowledge about God in the world grows, um, the waves are so loud. It's amazing. I know, and it's almost flat. I can imagine if it's big. Um, Sorry, it's a little as, distracting. As we take on all this this newness and we start to recognize that Christ is, is bigger maybe than the containers or boxes that we had put him in, that Christ's bigger and more expansive and more inclusive and um, it just, it opens up a whole other space. Which is, I mean, partly even what this season's been about is this new space that we're all finding ourselves in. Um, and the reality is uh, it can be lonely as you expand and we all need safe spaces to connect. and connect with other people on a similar journey and ask questions and share thoughts and doubts and dreams um, that just like in a space of no judgment and set down the heaviness of the world and just have a good time and, and uh, connect together. And so that's what we've been doing this summer. And uh, this will be our last meetup of the summer. And so if you want to jump in on that and you want to be part of that, um, we invite you to join us if any of that resonates with you. It's going to be, like Jen said, this Saturday, August 20th. And it's in Costa Mesa, and you can RSVP, and we'll, we'll send you the um, address of where we are, either 
uh, DM us on Instagram or you can go to our website, philandjunwood.com slash community and you can um, find it there. And we're gonna be offering something just for the ladies coming up. We're calling it an intro to embodiment. And if you remember our dear friend, Chrissy Powers, she was on episode seven. She and I are gonna be leading this and we are gonna be doing some breath work, some non-linear movement and some sauna ice bath. And really it's just an integrated mind, body, spirit experience. And the idea is just to get some women together and see what could happen. Because I think as women, I mean, all of us really, I think a lot of times we, are, we live really stuck in our heads. Um, but I think for women, there's an extra conditioning and a programming that um, around our bodies. And so I'm excited to see what happens. It's seven to nine. August 30th, that's a Tuesday in Costa Mesa. You can register for that on our website as well. Yeah, and also we're taking Expansion Lab on the road. So we're doing a breath and recovery Sunday session at CrossFit Brit, uh, which is in Irvine on Sunday morning. It's, it's an hour and a half session and it's um, Sunday morning, August 28th. And it's breath work, ice bath, and sauna. And we'd love to have you there. You can go to our website as well, filmjunwood.com slash expansion lab. And you can um, sign up for that experience or the, the women's event that Jen just talked about as well. So here we are. Well, before that really quick, many of you have been asking, how can we make this part of our regular rhythm? Like those of you that have attended the workshops, there's just been a lot of excitement. We've had a lot of people reach out. And so we just wanted to let you know that's something that we're talking about and there's more to come on that too soon. Yeah. Okay, the podcast. One year anniversary. That's wild. I know, it feels like it went so fast. And we're wrapping up a year, we're wrapping up season four and we thought it'd be fun to pause for a minute and um, just share a bit about what we've learned and have this conversation. So we wrote out a few questions that we're asking each other and we're kind of interviewing each other on. And the first one is thinking back on the last year of this podcast and this work that we've been doing with this experimenting and trying new things, what has this year been like? I know it's like as general as you get. Wow. I don't know what the symbolism is about sitting on this beach right now, but there's, there's something here because this feels amazing with the waves and the, anyway, it's just, I wish you could all see this. We'll take some video when we're done. You know, this last year has been such a, wild journey to be honest because we really have just kind of been following the spirit step by step and there's a huge amount of trust really in that process and a surrender really that's been really really beautiful and then at times scary you know it's exhilarating and then at times it's like oh gosh what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> and if, i mean i'm thinking back even to like the first season like so much has evolved and changed even in the way we're doing things we recorded the first four all together in like a chunk and then we recorded the next four again together and we released them in chunks and then we're like we dropped nah, it let's like start uh, doing it like stranger things the yeah. last <laughs> with the last season where they dropped it in two drops that's what we tried yeah and then it but was... even that whole first season was like one story it was one arc all eight episodes were like one flow mm. Yeah, a little more crafted, you and then mean? We tried, yeah, then we tried to mix up the second season, and it was like, we're going to do a series of workshops on the Bible, and then we're going to do a series of podcasts and inter interconnect them all. So the podcasts lead into the workshops, and it was like a kind of hybrid workshop podcast season, which is 
interesting and not very fun. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the third one was different. It was it was around change. Like we can make change, yeah. and it was conversation. We started interviewing. So we people. started bringing people on and interviewing people and looking at, at change makers who are helping to create a new and more loving world in yeah. different ways. And then the last season was this new space, which interestingly is what we were going to name the podcast in the very beginning before mm. we just decided to name it just our names. Yeah. Um, and that's, this season has been all about this new space that we're all finding ourselves in. And it's In every way, not just spiritually. I mean, we primarily focused kind of on the spiritual landscape, but also just obviously coming out of a pandemic, obviously with all of the kind of social upheaval and just massive change that we're seeing in every aspect of life. It's been so uh, informative and interesting and powerful to talk to people mm -hmm. and to hear the ways that other people are growing and expanding, to hear the ways that um, people are making change in their own lives and in the lives of you know, in their spheres and the people around them, um, the way that some of the people that we've talked to, these leaders are making incredible, innovative change in all areas, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's kind of the practical arc, but even just the, the emotional arc of it has been interesting, hasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, we had to figure out how to work together. That was <laughs> so hard. There was that. I think we should touch on that later, but... It was easy in the beginning. at first. I mean, we were in a renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got hard. Uh, well, it's hard enough to figure out how to work with somebody in any work environment, right? Like a, a work partner or whatever, but then you add on the layer of like, we're married. And so we have all these patterns that we've been living in things, doing things a certain way for so long. And we just messed all that up. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and so. It's been such a strong learning curve in that way and super hard to be honest at points where, you, where we're like, this isn't, you know, I don't want to step over you. You don't want to step over me. How are we doing this? What, what is your strength? What is my strength? Figuring all that out. What is our rhythm? How are, even just the day-to-day, -day, like how do we structure our day-to-day -to, -day to be productive and also have the balance of rest and, mm -hmm. and enjoyment and and how do you turn off work? Because we, we work and live in the same house. Right. So how do you, at what time do you stop talking about work? All those mm -hmm. things. It's been really um, a huge learning curve and hard at times and also beautiful to, it's like a new phase of our, a new season anyways of our marriage, which has been really We've been the hard good. The learning curve generally <laughs> is learning how to do a podcast is so hard. Oh yeah to find your voice and how to, like, I mean, there was times where we'd try to start the, an episode up and, and stop it like 17 times before we actually got into a flow because we would, it was just so hard to get going or we'd laugh or we or whatever. It just, and then we just learned to stop caring and just no, let it be like, what it is. No, like it doesn't matter. We're not turning this thing off because you only have so much time. Or even just the technicality of learning to produce a podcast. Like we, we had to call our friend Luke Peach and he made us a template and taught us how to do it. It's like, it was so much work to figure it all out, but Man, what a fun ride that it has been. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Okay. What has been your favorite part of this last year with the podcast and the experiences and things we've done? Woo. 
Um, I think one of my favorite parts is the people that we've met. Same. It's been we've such met. a surprise. We, I think COVID so normalized the Zoom thing that you can connect with people all over the world mm. and do a podcast episode with them wherever they're at and do it through Zoom. And the technology is advanced enough that it can sound pretty good. And it's, it's made for some of the most fascinating conversations. Like there's times where we've gotten off of doing a recording and we just held hands and we're like, oh, I just feel good. I feel better about my life in the world. Or like just new friends, lifelong yeah. friends. Just beautiful people doing beautiful things. And I mean, we're hanging out with some, some of the people today. Some of the friends that we interviewed are meeting us here at the beach today. And it's just, yeah. it's like a whole new world of friendships. That yeah. we, it's like super inspiring of people that are stepping into this new space in different ways um, through their work and through their life and through their leadership. And it's just, it's like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, it's been super encouraging and um, just really cool to see people kind of on a similar journey. And it feels like the Spirit's doing something in the world. And it's it has been consistent uh, in people that we've talked to all across the world. I mean, mm -hmm. from talking to Alexander Shia, who's in Spain. He's seeing the same kind of things that we're seeing in California, like to our friends in Hawaii, to people on the East Coast that we've talked to. I mean, that has been really cool, powerful to, to be like, oh yeah, this is something that's happening universally. Yeah, that's been fun. Um, other favorite parts. Um, I had a lot of fun recording all those episodes before we started the podcast. And we were just the first couple that we dropped. In. Yeah, like it was like in the secret. We were working and creating all this stuff, and it was like we're gonna give this this great gift, and it's just gonna be really fun to just drop this thing and be like, "Look what we made," which is fun. Doing yeah. it one at a time, you, you lose a little bit of that. Hmm. But then I feel like we like found it again down the road, of like, "Oh, this is gonna be such a good one. I can't wait for people to hear this." And I actually had a hard time not sending it to people ahead of time. I'm like, you gotta listen to this one, it's so fun. Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think just the idea of creating something as a gift for people has been really, really fun. Just the act of participating in creation in general? Yeah, it's, it's such a fun experience. And um, I love that. I love the energy of what we're doing and how we're doing it. Yeah. Because. Um, it's just, it's, it's a different kind of energy. Yeah, we talked about how, for instance, when we first planted the church, I mean, you learn a few things. <laughs> 20 years ago, when we first planted the church that we started, there was such a, we had such a hustle nature to us. And I think in a way, that's obviously super important and you have to hustle hard and work hard. And, and we still are working very hard. But there's this new sense that like, Oh, we're not 20 anymore. We've learned a few things along the way. And the value of rest and rhythm and enjoyment and that even that is part of the work. Staying healthy and, you know. Yeah. In, in the, mentally. There's an energy in the church planting life that we had. And it, it was in all the church planters. It was like a culture thing. 85% of church plants fail. At least they did at the time that we were doing it. And so like... Most aren't going to make it. And so there's like a frantic, like, yeah. grind. And they were like, if you don't make it by this many months, you're not ever going to make it. So when you start, you're just, like you're just going freaking crazy. But then there's yeah. like such a, um, a weird competitive 
I don't know what, like ego or something in the church planting world where every time you talk with somebody, you're going to get like 47 stats. That they, it's, it's almost like if you are like, yeah, so like you get like their baseball yeah. card or something and you flip it over and you're going to get all their stats. Like every time you meet someone, they, they find a way to like name drop every Christian celebrity they've talked to and like all their like stats of how many people are showing up where and how much money they have and there's blah, 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 and how many months it took them to get there. And you're like, how did you squeeze that into this three minute mm. conversation? It's like, it's the weirdest environment. Of, yeah, and you can find that anywhere, but. It's just, it was a weird energy everywhere we went. And, um, and that was an energy that we were operating in because there was just, there was the culture of it. And I think. Um, I think we stepped out of that a long time ago by re kind of measuring success. Absolutely. But I think it's different when you start something with a different kind of energy. And it feels like we started this kind of whole venture with just a different type of energy. Like, well, and that's the thing. Super open-handed. Like, we don't need this. Well, we've been you know? spiritual entrepreneurs, for lack of a better word, <laughs> like our entire adult life. It's this such is what a we, weird thing. Well, it is. We've, yeah. we've started lots and lots of things. But um, I think you're right. The energy that you start something with is actually baked into the thing. It's like becomes the hmm. DNA of the thing. And so um, we made a decision when we were starting this that we are going to start it intentionally with a very different light, joyful energy of we're just given a gift. And, and all the people that we talked to have that same energy in this new space of like, nah, when like there's not that same sense of, of any of that. It's like the, the people that we're connecting with and the energy that we're feeling is more, it's, it's very much like all oh, the spirits doing a new thing in the world and what a gift that we get to be part of it or at least get to observe it or at least get to like. Yeah, participate on some level. Participate in it and what a gift like Whatever we're giving is a gift for people and, and it's great, you know? Well, you know what's interesting is I think suffering, which obviously we've all been through in the last several years, kind of smashes that pride out of you, you know? It does. Feels like- it's Very real debt. I feel like there's a different humility, not for everybody obviously, but there's a different humility in our society right now out just coming out of some pain, mm. you know? Um, all right, so abundance mentality essentially is something, and we don't always have that. Sometimes we slip That's into for sure. That's a good way to sure, describe to what we were just talking about. Yeah, abundance mentality. I think sometimes we slip into like, oh crap, what are we doing? <laughs> That's <laughs> are different. Are we gonna be okay? Are we gonna make it financially? That's for sure real. But okay, what are the worst parts? What, what's been like? You look back from this year and like, ugh. Um. What about you? You start. Oh gosh. For me, it's the self-realizations oh. that have come up over and over again. Where I think I've I've grown and I've kind of gotten past something, and I'm I'm like I'm beyond that now. And then I have <laughs> <laughs> arrived. And then I feel it creeping back up in me, and I have to face it again, and I have to do the hard work of hard work of of going inward and, you know and kind of excavating and I mean even going back to therapy and talking through some things I thought I had kind of gotten past or got overcome and and yeah yeah like my shadow side I think it it doing this type of work can especially bring out your shadow side if you're not 
well, even if you are aware of it, I am aware of it. <laughs> and yes. so, yeah, and so that's not fun. I remember um, doing one podcast where you like went off on a full on rant and started crying and we're like so <laughs> fired up and you're just like, woo! And then afterwards you're like, okay, that one was just for me. I was actually, I was talking about, that was my own self-realization for uh, me and we're not gonna put that on anything <laughs> and I needed that. Uh, <laughs> and we were laughing going, all right. Then, boom, we just stepped into one. Uh, it's been, I mean, yeah, cause we've been, we've been very, public in our process and so in that I don't, that, that's been one of the worst yes parts. <laughs> i think that's one of the worst parts but i didn't i know that also it's helped people and we've had a lot of people say thank you for that but there's a cost i guess you know because sometimes there's that like vulnerability hangover where you're like i just was honest and that's one of the things that we said in this next season like we are it, one of our main things is that we wanted to live aligned 100 percent and 100 percent authentic yep and if i'm honest i think there's a lot of conditioning for me around that where i thought i was living 100 percent aligned and authentic but there were parts that i think i was molding and shape-shifting in different settings to try to kind of meet people where they're at or or you know what i mean yeah no, have i was people always not the same person but just well, it's back yeah. to the heretic episode that we're all heretics. Yeah. There's a 1,700-year conditioning that if you right. step outside of the, the majority's opinion and groupthink around certain things around God and theology, then there's, there's like anger and persecution that comes, whether right. that's just words or whether it's just, you know, canceling or what, whatever it is, there's just um, a whole world around that that is what it is. Yeah, so I'm so learning to be to more aligned in every single area of my life and more authentic. Which is weird which when is you the are worst part. when you already thought when you already <laughs> thought you were. It's weird to be like, "Oh, actually there was more more layers there that I could pull back that I wasn't even aware of." Um okay, I'll add to that. Okay. For me, it was I thought and I think I said this in one of the episodes. I don't remember. But I thought stepping out, I would be able to step fully into integration. Like, oh, I'm, I'm stepping out of this thing to be fully integrated. Um, but what I realized is, using that butterfly analogy that I think I used somewhere in the season, like a butterfly when it goes into its chrysalis, <laughs> like a um, caterpillar, it doesn't just morph into a beautiful butterfly. It, 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 it like disintegrates into goo. And then from the goo arises this, this beautiful butterfly, miraculously. And I didn't, the disintegrating bit, like there's a <laughs> massive loss of identity for me. And there's mm. a massive loss of community for me. There's a massive loss of like so many things over that time period. Mm -hmm. And um, there was like a disintegration that happened. I mean, it was a real dad and that sucked, <laughs> but like in like, I mean, Kevin, our friend Kevin Sweeney, who I always talks about the mystical journey, but that, that is the, the journey of, like mystic Christianity is about experiencing death before you die and experiencing new life and resurrection. And that's just what it is. And that journey sucks. I mean, it, don't romanticize it. When you say like, oh, I'm gonna die to yourself, it freaking sucks. <laughs> but 
it was also some of the most like, critical parts because that was like the integration process and becoming process and that was the the part of like oh this is how you step into the fullness of of who you are and you just like the, the journey is radical and wild and awesome and terrible right that's death is terrible um also that through that process the just some of the integrating healing processing when you step out of 20 years and something it's like a that sucks too <laughs> it's just a process and a journey it's wonderful but um also season two i didn't like okay the bible workshop bible podcast oh, yeah. one i just didn't like that one i didn't like it oh okay Yeah, and just, I didn't like the energy of that whole season. It wasn't fun. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It wasn't as fun as the third and fourth and first one, I'll tell you that. And I think one thing that we're learning to do is to listen to our bodies now and how things feel in our bodies. And after that season, we were like, I don't know, they didn't feel, I didn't feel like the thing. Mm. It didn't feel it didn't feel like it was giving us life. It, it actually took energy, as opposed to giving energy. And even after we've done different events, we've had different feelings in our bodies. Where certain ones were like, "Yes, this is the thing. We're we're living into kind of our purpose. This is feels right. It feels good. It feels like we're helping people. Like we come more alive when we do this." And then there's certain things that we've done, certain events that we did, that we immediately both of us afterwards. It's like we could feel it in our bodies. No, that's not the thing. We're not going to keep chasing that. Mm. Yeah. And even ways of doing things, which we'll get to in some of the learnings. Um, All right. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Big learnings. What were the big learnings this year? Oh, the big learnings. Oh, wait. I, I jumped ahead. I can do that one. For one, we've learned so much from our guests. And we've actually made big lifestyle changes because of some of the things that I, some of it was new learning. Some of it was just kind of reinforcing things we already knew. Yeah. Or confirming things that we already knew, just kind of adding on to it. Yeah. But I mean, we've made some big lifestyle changes out of some of these conversations that we've had. I mean, we've changed the way that we're eating. We're doing breath work now on the regular and sauna ice bath. And now we're leading these workshops that we went and gotten certified and. Yes. And all this stuff. and. I mean, for us, that's really radically changed our lives. Yeah. Just the way that we are, Absolutely. our rhythms and the, the practices that we're taking on. Some of the things that we've learned from people that just by listening to their stories has been so powerful, you know, just has changed our worldviews a little bit, just piece by piece, which I just love hearing people's stories. And we've, we've, it's been so fun to talk to people in all different places and to hear about their lives and to hear about their journeys and it it opens your mind you know to it expands you from your own small world view and the way you see things to realize how people are experiencing things so differently mm -hmm. so that's been beautiful for me that was a big a big thing um yeah what else i think another one is well, here's one. I'm learning that I say I think a lot. You do. 
I've learned a lot by going back when I need to pull something out of a podcast, like I need to, I'm trying to find a line that somebody said or something, I listen to myself sometimes and it's the worst, mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst. Because I realized that I still haven't found my voice completely and that I'm still a little bit unsure of myself. And I think some of that comes out of whatever, I don't know, maybe being a woman and I'm really wanting to step into the fullness of who I am and not second guess myself and be sure of myself and not say things like I think all the time and just say what I think. So here's what I think. We have created this way that we live. We've created the way that we raise our children. We've created the systems that we're in, whether it's education, whether it's, you know, the church, whether it's, you know, institutions like that, like whether it's, you know, the blanking on the word right now, healthcare system. I don't know why I'm blanking on that. And we've created these systems and I think a lot of them aren't working for us anymore. And here's the thing, we can change them. And I think that's been a huge realization for me is realizing whether it's our jobs, that we're unhappy with, whether it's even just like the way that our jobs are structured, our lives, we can make changes if we don't like things that the way that they are, or if we know that they could be better, we could actually do something about it. Like, it's not like things are just, we don't have to live in the status quo, I guess. And I know that sounds really obvious, but in this last season, I felt really empowered as we've stepped out and made these radical changes in our life that I'm like, wait a minute, we can do this in every area of society mm-hmm. if, and everybody can do this. Everybody can, can make changes in their life however they want. And I think about even simple things like what we're told is normal in the ways that we should raise our kids. And I'm like, we don't have to do it that way. Mm-mm. What's right for our kids? What's right for each individual kid in our family? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that's been a huge a learning. And I, you know, you know that in your head, but then it's kind of like the sauna ice bath thing. It, I've, we've heard so many people say like, I can't get into the ice bath, it's too hard. Okay, this is a little bit different, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it, to me it feels similar. Mm-hmm. And then you get in that ice bath and you realize that you're so much stronger than you think you are. Mm. And there's this overcoming moment and then it makes you feel like uh, I can make all uh, changes in all areas of my life. Yep. And like, I, if I could do this, I could do anything. And I feel like in some ways, for us stepping out, um, it felt like this huge leap in the moment. And now I'm like, well, we can, we can make changes in whatever area of our life we need to make changes or whatever area of society, like as a, as a culture, we could do this. So I guess the question is, or the thought is, if you're not happy with something super simple, mm-hmm. what, how could it be different? What changes could you make? Well, and, and I love, we're up here in NorCal. We just drove through Cupertino. Went to San Francisco yesterday. So um, just with the tech sort of mindset and language, like, like you can disrupt whole industries with new technology. And talk about a construct. You can just change everything with simple technologies and complex technologies being put into place. Um, you can disrupt your systems of your life in good ways and change it with other things and 
Um, yeah. Yeah, and we're seeing this across the board. You know, people weren't happy with where they lived. They got up and moved. The Great Migration. People were unhappy with their jobs. They, great resignation, left. <laughs> you know, you realize that pesticides are killing our bodies. Okay, well, we can make different policies around that. We can also choose to buy locally from farmers, and we can we can make changes. So, you know, you're in a toxic relationship. You can actually break up with that person and. Find or someone, get therapy or find get someone help else or, or yeah go to therapy get or get whole or i think first you have to realize in order to make real change in our lives that you are challenging hardwired beliefs that i think at some point whether you so there you go again i think this is my hardwiring i have to qualify something i think we have these hardwired beliefs whether knowingly or unknowingly we we accept them so Things are handed to us by society, by our parents, by our family. They're not, it's not good or bad. It's just what is, right? So this is just what's norm. And then we, at some point, it's like we sign the contract and say, all right, I'll, I'll go along with this. And so in order to make change, you almost have to really be honest about that and say, I'm purposely going to change. I'm going to change the way that I am thinking about this. Yeah. Stop. It starts with the thoughts. Um, what else? Learnings. Okay. We are already free, but we have to have the eyes to see it. It's true. That's just something I'm learning. I'm learning that there's a lot of people too that I've met who are really frustrated in their current circumstances, but for whatever reason they don't have the courage to leave it or to change it. And so, but there's other people that do. It's very interesting to me. Well, it just is. There's like people yeah. that are like, ah, yeah. well, I, I think don't like this, or whether it's a job or a spiritual community, like, ah, like I'm done with it, but I don't know what else to do, so I'm just going to be frustrated in this job or whatever it's like huh well I think we've seen it a lot with the coaching that we've been doing with people especially and I think here we go I think look at I'm catching myself in the moment that's good that's a step here's the thing is it's hard work to change but it's hard work either way because if for instance if you're unhappy in your marriage you're gonna live unhappy in your marriage that's hard or you can do the hard work of making the change that you need to make and humble yourself and apologize for whatever thing you need to apologize for, work through the stuff that you need to work through, go to therapy, go to counseling or coaching and get the healing and do the hard work. Either way, it's hard. It's just kind of like, what hard do you want? Mm -hmm. A lot of people would rather just sit in the heart of not doing anything because it feels comfortable even though- It's safe. It's safe. It's known. It's known, but it's, it's still hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's true. understandable. It's true. Sometimes I just want to be in the known. I get it. Feels good. <laughs> can. Or it can just feel really frustrating. Yeah. Um, okay, those are good learnings. Um, but I feel like there's more. Oh, okay, keep going. No? Yeah. 
I think it's been really empowering. Oh my gosh, I think. It's bad. It's been, <laughs> it's been really empowering to watch people step in to their own power in the workshops that we've been doing. Yeah. Because, so we've been doing, we've talked about this, I think in a couple episodes ago, but we do the breath work and people realize that they can control their breath and actually calm their whole nervous system down. And then when they get into the ice bath, you use that same type of breathing in order to calm yourself down and not have a panic attack, not freak out because the mm -hmm. ice is so cold. Mm -hmm. And so just to watch people step into their own, to feel so empowered and to watch people actually catch hold of their breath and be empowered in other ways in their lives, like the ways that that's trickling into other areas of their lives, that's been, I don't know, it's been a huge learning for me to even just observe what is happening in the workshops and just get to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. I love that. There's a sea otter out here and it is making my whole life right now. You've been looking for one for days. I know, it's so cute. Oh, there he is, yeah, he's swimming out of the back. Look at how cute it is. Oh, okay, so what cool. about you? Is there any more learnings? I have more, but we can we can stop there. Obviously, um, I mean, it's been, we're talking about like a year of learnings. Oh yeah, I mean, that's endless. I think, um, I just think there's always, there's always new life. Hmm. There's always new creation. Yeah. Always. No matter always. how hard and bad things are. And death always, yeah, death always leads to new life. That's how it works. That is how it works. Our eldest son is paddling around these rocks over towards us now. All right, let's wrap it up. That's giving us a timeline. Okay, <laughs> so. Back up, I what skipped else? a couple of things. Um, okay, the process this year has been fascinating because it's all about each one, each step reveals the next step. And yep. as we've done it, it's been like an energetic sort of like grabbing going, okay, uh, does this work for us? And what's gonna take us to the next thing? What do we not like? E even the way we started out doing some of the events and workshops that we were doing, um, even like that, the, the way we were doing them and setting it up, it was good but like the energy just didn't really work for us. And so even shifting to like um, doing it differently, like it, it, it just created a different. Energy. Know. Yeah. So what energy. was the learning? What was the learning then? Learning to listen to the energy that we're expending? Yeah, you just how it feels you have like, you have a lot of options of how you could do it. Mm. Um, whatever it is you do in your life. Yeah. And you don't, have to get stuck in doing it in a way that doesn't work for you. Yeah, I feel like it's been constant iterations. Yeah, that's we been... Just, even just tweaking things a little bit. Yeah, totally. And, and even um, starting out with some of the events that we did, which then led to some of the workshops that we did, which then led to starting a nonprofit, which then led to doing these meetups, which then led to like this cool online community and resources, which then like through the course of the podcast in the last year, learning all about this breath work which led to certification and then like it's like thing after thing after thing and now we're it's just it's been really fun to just follow it and um, allow our curiosity and the spirit to drive us forward that's been a blast I really enjoyed that a ton as far as the process goes and I'm really excited for where it's going 
in this next year, which is our other question, is what are we most excited about moving forward? I'm really pumped on these embodiment things that we're doing. Like, we're doing these sessions we talked about in Mind, Body, Spirit. Hello, Caleb. Come on. You can come over. Don't be afraid of us. Um, we've been doing these really fun one-on-one um, -on -one sessions and small groups and workshops and, um, and now we're going to start doing some of these Sunday sessions and it's just, I'm really pumped about um, this mind-body-spirit connection and these embodiment modalities of, I've seen the most transformation and the most life and the most growth in ourselves and also in others through this process and I'm just loving it. Like I'm having a lot of fun with it. There's like, it's it just is unlocking things in us and in the people that we're working with. And I, I actually am super pumped to lean into this over the next year. So we called it Expansion Lab. I mean, it's, that's the language that we've been using is, um, for us, this new space really just means expansion. It's all expanding. I think the spirits are doing something new and it's, it's getting bigger and better. And um, for us, that's why we named that nonprofit Expansion Community and that's why we named that um, other work that we're doing, Expansion Lab, because it's just, it's all expanding and um, I, I'm really pumped on what that is and what that's going to look like. What about you? What's the question? What are you most excited about moving forward? Oh. wasn't prepared for the question. I honestly, I think I'm just most excited about being fully alive, like leaning into our kids 100% and like not missing it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like being, yeah. being in the present and understanding the gift that each moment is. I know that sounds like so cliche, but it's something that I'm really just finding so powerful is when I can stay in the present moment that, and I'm not missing things. The smallest little things are giving me joy. Like I was on, I know I always talk about running, but I was on a run the other day and I just these dumb little plants on the side of the road. I was like taking in each thing that I was seeing with my eyes and my senses and I was purposely breathing the ocean air in and it's like these little tiny things that maybe would be I would just miss or just bring me joy right now my son with sand on his butt sitting getting up and walking back out to the water I just don't want to miss these moments and mm. so I'm excited to stay in the present and just keep taking the next step and seeing what happens I feel hopeful about what the spirit is doing in the world. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's an awakening happening there where people awakening. are making beautiful change and it's hard in a lot of ways, but it's also good. And we're becoming eyes wide open to a lot of the problems in our world that need desperately to be solved. Climate change, some of our super broken systems the ways that people have been oppressed and, and put to the side and to the margins for so long. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited to, to do our little small part 
in all of it. Absolutely. So yeah, that's what I'm excited about. I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. And I think there's, I think the church, even as a whole, like there's like this fear of this, like some kind of spiritual apocalypse or something. But I, I genuinely think that there's a death and a rebirth happening, and the things just being rebirthed into something new. And that is really exciting to me. And that's what I'm excited to be part of. All right, so year one, baby. Year one. You did it. Boom. We're going <laughs> to celebrate with a LaCroix and a peanut butter bar right now. <laughs> and uh, maybe a paddle out. Maybe a paddle. There's no waves, but. And we have some exciting things coming up in our next season, which are going to be a surprise. So we'll leave that there. So we'll take a little break for a while, and then we'll let you know when we fire it back up. See you soon. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to check out our website, philandjenwood.com, for coaching, resources, and events. And if you enjoyed this, feel free to subscribe. You can even leave a review. Keep going. See you next time.